What God is able to do when you and I give him our heart. What God is able to do when you and I as his disciples give him our heart. The Bible describes what Paul was like before his conversion. It says that he was breathing murder and threats against the Christians of that time. He would go into the homes of Christians, drag them out, and put them into prison. It says that he was a very strict observer of the law, and perhaps like many of his contemporaries, struggled with self-righteousness. But he was a very harsh man. And then he encountered Christ on the way to Damascus with letters to arrest all the Christians of that town. He encountered Christ. And in giving his heart over to the Lord, Jesus performed a wonderful transformation so that by the time he writes this letter to the Thessalonians, we now hear what Jesus has done. He says, We were gentle among you, like a nursing mother with her children. We shared not only the gospel with you, but we shared our very selves. And a few lines later, he says, like a father with his children, we exhorted and encouraged you. What a different man. Jesus said, learn of me, for I am gentle and humble of heart. St. Paul got that lesson. And he became such a beautiful example of this that he was able to say to the Christians in Ephesus, be like me, always speak the truth in love. Always speak the truth in love. How different this is from what Jesus was pointing out with the scribes and the Pharisees in our gospel who would preach but not practice what they taught. But even worse, they would point out all the demands of the law and place them like burdens on people's shoulders without lifting a finger to help carry those burdens. In God... Truth and love are always united. They are never separated. And therefore, as disciples of Jesus, they ought not to ever be separated in us. 
Truth without love can be tyrannical. It can be harsh and legalistic and felt like a ball and a chain. On the contrary, love without truth can be weak, shallow, reduced to a feeling and an emotion, unable to endure and persevere through hardship. Love and truth must always be together. I was 25 years old when I first became aware of a call to be a priest. But I was not ordained until I was 46. And even though those delays in my life were hard, as I look back, I see how necessary that period of 20 years was. Some people say, Father, my goodness, you're a late vocation. As I look at it through God's eyes, I say, I was right on time. The Israelites could have made it through the desert in six weeks. And yet God delayed their arrival and took them on a longer route that took 40 years. And the Bible tells us the reason. Because that needed to be a time of testing and trial in order to purify their hearts because they were so rebellious. I needed to spend more time in the wilderness. God needed to forge my heart to purify it, to renew it, so that I could have, like Jesus, a heart that was more meek and humble, so that as a pastor, I could preach the truth in love. Because before, I was a little bit be like Paul before his conversion. I could be very harsh and critical and judgmental of others. And I would place the truth on people like a bomb. Ever hear of that? Like a truth bomb? And it was more about being right, about proving a point, winning an argument, using the truth as a weapon rather than as something to encourage and build people up. And so during those 20 years, there were two things that helped me greatly. First, the example and inspiration of other people who were beautiful examples of the gentleness and humility of Jesus. And there were two that stood out to me. God gave me St. John Paul II and he gave me Archbishop Harry Flynn. These two taught me 
How to be meek and humble of heart in the way that I loved other people. And I watched them in how they were with other people. The youth loved St. John Paul II. And the reason they loved him is because the first thing they knew about him is that he loved them. And he gave them the sense that he understood their problems and their struggles. He gave the sense that he was with them, shoulder to shoulder, bearing their burdens. And this is why he was able to give them the challenges of the gospel. He was able to challenge them because he challenged them in love. Love does not mean we compromise the gospel. It doesn't mean that we remove the hard, difficult struggles that it requires. It means that we give it in a way that is supportive and encouraging. And Archbishop Flynn was the same way. I learned more from those two men than all my years in the seminary. The second thing that helped me was the constant experience of the mercy of God. As I realized that I myself was a sinner, that I too am broken, that I am fallen, that daily I need the mercy of God. This did a beautiful work in my heart and continues to do this, to keep me very humble. This is why I love the sacrament of confession. St. John Paul II went to confession at least once a week, which is why he could be so compassionate, so patient, and understanding with his brothers and sisters that too were sinners. Every single one of us needs to learn this lesson of becoming like St. Paul, like St. John Paul II, like Archbishop Harry Flynn, to become meek and gentle and humble of heart so that we too, in the ways that we are called to do, to always speak the truth in love. Spouses toward each other, parents toward their children, friends with one another, but in a special way, pastors, me and my brothers toward the people of God. Pray for me. Please pray for me that I will always be this way. Because we want not to use the truth like a weapon that condemns people, that tears them down with criticism. We want to use the truth to build people up, to encourage, and to do it in a way 
that lets people know that we understand, that we too struggle, that we are merciful and compassionate. The same person that changed Paul's heart is the one who comes to us now in the Eucharist, and he can change my heart and yours. Let us come with open hearts to allow this ongoing conversion to happen. Amen.